With the Capital One Saver card, you earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment. Does that include dinner at that new French place? Yep, 4% cash back there. How about bowling with my friends? Yeah, 4% cash back on that too. Nice. And that'll be a rewarding weekend. Because with the Capital One Saver card, you earn 4% on dining and entertainment. So when you go out, you cash in. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Capital One Bank, USANA. Everybody, welcome to the World Wrestling Podcast with the Big Bad Boo Bear and Sean, the Big Cali Kid. Kid. He's a kid. He's Sean the Kid. Sean Kid. Sean, that's your new name. You're no longer blue. You are Kid. Sean Kid. Sean Kidman. Sean Kid in the house. Sean Billy Kidman. (laughs) <laughs> yes sir me and sean b <laughs> me and sean b are gonna be tearing it up tonight with some great wrestling news everything we got we got so we got we, we missed last week a little right bit here right here on the Woolard wrestling podcast. the Woolard, the world you know i fixed it no i fixed it yeah fuck you i fixed it yeah <laughs> it is now yeah that. yeah it's now officially the world wrestling podcast on facebook you can find us on facebook as the world wrestling podcast it is how you it is spelled to, you don't have to try to but did they say Woolard? Woolard. 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 Woolard wrestling podcast <laughs> fuck you dude <laughs> All right, all right, but we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, You know, a lot of people leaving the WWE, attempting to leave the WWE. Um, We've got we got to talk about the recent TLC. uh, My God, Uh, I'm gonna say, all I'm gonna say on the the people leaving real quick is if Bo Dallas decides to leave, good fucking riddance. Oh no, no sir, we're gonna talk about Bo Dallas because that's fucked up. I like Bo actually. Bo Dallas. Is the worst thing to happen to wrestling since freaking I don't know since Hornswoggle. Don't you dare say that to you. Don't don't you say that to me. I would, <laughs> see, I want <wouldn't, laughs> to insult to Hornswoggle. He's he's worse than Whoa. freaking uh, what was it? Heidenreich. At least Heidenreich Whoa. has homes. Don't you talk shit about Heidenreich? Okay, yeah, no. Heidenreich sucked. Heidenreich sucked. Yeah, he sucked. Heidenreich was bad. Yeah, he was bad. All right, right, but and Michael Cole and it was that was a bad time in wrestling. Yeah, but we gotta you know we gotta take our first you know quick break to share it around and everything. You guys tell your friends, tell your friends, friends. You know we out here informing everybody around here the wrestling news, the World Wrestling Podcast. Keep it locked, keep it live, and share it around. We'll be back in just a song or two after we get it shared. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Put a little ass on it.
Boys, we'll rearrange your teeth with more. 
still be too late Well, the nasty boys And we'll rearrange their fates We're the boys We're the boys We're the nasty boys We're the boys We're the boys We're the nasty boys So I, so I walk into the grocery store, right? There's this old lady standing there. She takes the last watermelon, and boom! RKO out of nowhere. That's my watermelon, Granny. You're a that's terrible exactly, person. That's exactly how it happened. That's You're a terrible person, and you should probably be in jail right now. Hey, keep, keep your hands off my she, melon. All she did was cut you off in traffic, so you chased her to your local... Superstore, and you RKO'd her into a watermelon bin. You sick fuck. Hey, that's what happens, man. You oh, know. but hey, look at that. We're back. Oh fuck, we are back. We are. Oh Jesus, I didn't even. <laughs> I didn't even. Oh, didn't even. Didn't even. Oh god. Uh, all right. Anyways, so welcome back to the World Wrestling Podcast, everybody. Um, we're here live and in and in and in color. We're in color. If you could see us, we're colorful. Powered Unless by you're colorblind. And Unless then you're black colorblind. And yeah, then we're just black and white, which is not really a us problem. It's sort of a you problem. You know what I'm saying? So I don't hate I don't hate you or anything. Just get that shit fixed. But we're coming, <laughs> for those of you that are, we're coming at you in black and white and in stereo. Oh right, black, white, bleeding in stereo. Name drop. We're, we're, out, we're out here hanging out, and tonight we've got a, a, a big honor for, for the World Wrestling Podcast. Um, and it is too sweet. sweet. Yeah, no, I got in touch with this um, magazine out, and I guess it's out in the United Kingdom, and we're going to plan on having a representative from them on pretty soon. Uh, I think it's a magazine-type website, you know, wrestling. It's all sports, actually. It's called Sports Central. Um and the site is really cool. Do you still have a link to the site that I gave you, possibly? Um, I believe it's in in my messenger somewhere. I can scroll through it and try to yeah, yeah. throw it in the chat. See if you can do that for the for everybody listening. They're really cool. Great site. They were awesome enough to hook us up. They wanted us to do a Q&A with them. And I think said something about um, featuring it on their website. Uh, so that's pretty fucking cool. World Wrestling Podcast gets to do a Q&A. And they're not all wrestling questions. Some of them are... Like, you know, regular questions like, how many hookers would you pick up on a Sunday evening? What is your perfect hooker Sunday evening? You know, that kind of thing, you know? Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> They're doing the Q and we're doing the A. But that was, <laughs> that was just that was just an example. They don't really have questions about hookers. I'm sure that they don't. Damn, they don't see, know. I was getting it ready, too. <laughs> you already and had the answer so, together. Just so you guys know, I'll go ahead and answer it. The perfect number of perfect hookers number. on a Sunday afternoon yeah. is five. It's a bonus because question. you're not too tired at the end of the night, and <sighs> you still you don't blow too much money either. It's a balanced Sunday. Yeah, it's a it's a bonus answer. It's a bonus answer for you guys right there. It's gonna be hilarious if he does add that along with the rest of the Q and A though. 
legitimately. <laughs> All right, so we're actually gonna we're gonna do this, and I figure um, we can both just answer them together. A few of them, maybe one or two, we can just answer solo. You know what I'm saying? Um, so and they're not all like I said, they're not all wrestling questions. So right off the bat, uh, a less serious question here: Which three people would you want to be stuck on a desert island with, and why? And I guess I don't know really. I don't really know. I'll give you the um, answer first. What? It, who would you want to be stuck on a, on a desert island with, and why, Sean? And it does it have to be wrestlers? No, I, I asked him that earlier. He said it was no. It's just not. It's just not. It does not all have to be wrestling answer questions. But I think one okay. of mine is going to be a wrestler. So, so if I'm stuck on a desert island, first off, Jessica Alba, you coming with me because we're repopulating that island. <laughs> and then, huh? I probably had to bring Seth Rogen because you know he's funny, and I think I'm a little bit better looking. And he wanted still just Kaaba, and you know he's gonna have a bunch of weed, so we got the entertainment covered. Bro. And then the third—it's a hard one, man. It's a hard one, but but I think I'd bring Triple H. Really? You, you, you I'd bring, bring I'd bring Trips. That okay, he looks mean way him. better than you do. So he would most definitely steal Jessica Alba from you. Okay, ah, oh, see now you now you had to throw that. <laughs> Put the doubts. I got the doubts in your head now. Fuck you, Trips. Okay. <laughs> hey, I bring Stephanie because she's sexy, and if Seth Rogen needed some action, we got him covered too. Oh, okay. okay. And then yeah. I could just relay all my amazing wrestling ideas to Stephanie, and we're gonna be stuck on a desert island. So you know. Soon she's going to start identifying with me, and we're going to make WWE great again. Yeah, whenever y'all y'all come back, I guess, in like 100 yeah. million years. Okay. When WWE's been like abolished see, because no, of violence. Triple H is going to spend every waking moment trying to find her. Oh, see, so yeah, the, I get it We just got to be on the island long enough that I get it. She, she starts sympathizing with me, and she's like, okay, maybe your ideas are genius. <laughs> I get it. That, 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 that was not, that's not that bad not that bad it sucks though the entire time that i was helping you with the answer and your question i don't think of anything for mine um okay in the okay i think that i would want number one i'd want somebody to to jam with music wise so if i had the choice to take somebody with me on a desert island number one it's gonna it's gonna be eric clapton i think number one and he smokes weed too, I think. So we're gonna we're gonna jam out. We're, we're gonna we're gonna get stoned, and we're gonna we're gonna hang out and shit. All right, number two, I am a terrible survivalist. You know, I am a terrible survivalist. I can like make fire, you know, and like tools. I'm good with that kind of stuff. But after that, yeah, I'm pretty much fucked. So I'm gonna need survivalists. So I'm gonna take Bear Grylls with me. It's gonna be Air Clapton and Bear Grylls. We're gonna do this. It's kind of a Kind of got a sausage fest going on in your island there, man. Yeah, well, I'm not finished. Not finished. And then finally, I think, you know, because of that specific situation, you know, having no women around, you know, we're going we're gonna to need a woman around to do, you know, stuff and hang out and make it not so sausagey. Uh, I would probably... <laughs> it's, that's, it's a tough one because there's so many chicks I wouldn't mind taking on a desert island. Hmm... 
I, I think it's probably going to be a wrestler because I want a wrestling person there too to like talk wrestling stuff with. You know what? I think it would probably end up being either Becky Lynch or Sasha Banks. She talks like she talks like she has a mouthful full of peanut butter. Sausage. She, Mac Attack says sausage right before you said peanut butter. So maybe it's sausage butter. It's sausage peanut butter, everyone. Mac Attack, Dino. I'm just saying. I love Becky Lynch. I got nothing but mad love for her. But she she just talks funny, man. It's that thick Irish accent. I I feel like I'd be saying what a lot. And then I, she's thinking that I'm like stone calling like, her. She's like Scottish slash Irish. I'm not sure what she is, but she's cool as fuck. And I think it would be cool to hang out with her and talk wrestling because she seems like she's a huge fan of wrestling. And then you got the jam guy. And then you got Bear Grylls to keep you all alive. So, I mean, you're good. You're set. You know, you're not you're not dying anytime soon. I, I think smart, bro. I think smart. All right, next question. Next question. Um, if you won the lottery, what would, what would be the first thing that you buy? Oh, heads down, front row, all all access, everything, VIP treatment for WrestleMania weekend and the Monday Night Raw and SmackDown after. See I now, make the whole. I do the whole experience. See, now, uh, mine's, I have two answers because, you know, for all of those of you who don't know, I'm married and I have a, a, a little one. So, without having any consequences, I would go to the, like, without having no consequences myself, my spending, like, you know, I would have no detrimental consequences to my regular life. I would probably buy tickets to, like, all of the Defiant Wrestling shows coming up, all of their pay-per-views. And I'd probably move us to the United Kingdom to just to do that. I don't care about WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania. It's it's not getting good anytime soon. But Defiant Wrestling is still phenomenal. And I really that's one of like the things I love to do if I had a lottery ticket with like a trillion to a billion dollars. But with with having consequences, I would do the normal stuff. You know, I'd buy a house. Um, uh, you know, make sure it's paid up all in car, electric bills, shit like that. You know, normal stuff. So. See, if I had that much money, I would I would keep a simple house, with I I'd probably still rent, and then I'd have like an average car. That way, oh. I saved oh. my money. I'd buy us a fucking radio station, and we could move closer to each other, so this could be like a job, you know, and get on Sirius, and do the World Wrestling podcast on Sirius, and it'd be the World Wrestling Radio cast. Wouldn't be as as much of a ringer name, but we could we could we could we could work with it. You know what I'm saying? All right. Next yeah. question: What series are you currently watching on Netflix? Ah, uh, I'm actually. I think the closest thing to watching anything would be Criminal Minds right now. Nice, nice. Um, I'm watching a couple series on Netflix right now, and I've already finished Sons of Anarchy, but there's like certain. There's like certain TV shows that I will cycle like all year. Once one ends, I will just pick up on the other. Um, so like that '70s shows, one I'm always watching: Sons of Anarchy, Family Guy, shit like that. But besides the ones that I regularly watch, I'm currently watching Riverdale. And ah, shit, what's up? hey, I like the Archie comics. Well, uh, it's based. I, I off. couldn't get into it. I couldn't get into it. And. I am absolutely stoked for Stranger Things Season 2. Boo. All 
Okay, okay, okay. This one. Blue Bear just... does. Blue Bear does watch the Young and the Restless Mac Pack. Shut up! I love the Young and the Restless. I'm waiting for the next episode. <laughs> I'm not gonna know what happens until tomorrow. Right? He watches oh, Days of Our Lives. I see Mac Attack. All that shit. I see Mac Attack saying something about WrestleMania. Mac, come on, man. You can't sit there and not admit that the last three WrestleManias have been pretty much utter fucking garbage. But there was there was a couple good matches in each of the last couple yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah, but I'm not paying... But still, but, but still, besides that, it's the whole experience, man. It's Wrestle fucking Mania. I don't know. For me, for me, everything has to be perfect to spend that much money on WrestleMania. I'm sorry. It just it would have to be perfect. The lineup would have to be perfect. I could excuse the matches because you know, um, because obviously you're not gonna know what happens until you see it. But the experience has to be perfect. The seats has to be perfect. I mean, the lineup. I'm talking about front row, straight up, like right there, ringside, yeah, I mean, like the camera would... pointing in your face the whole time. So they, so everybody, you'll you'll immortalize yourself. I want everybody to see me the whole time. Just ah, la, 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 la. going ham. It would just—it would have to be very perfect. In the last few <laughs> fucking nine ninety nine, <laughs> yeah, on the network, we're talking about going to WrestleMania. Right? It was just fine for nine nine nine. Yeah, I, I could. I, it was. It was worth nine nine nine. The last few have been worth nine nine nine, but not hey, not hundred and ninety. And I will be. I will be immortalized for nine ninety nine. Nobody cares about you. Nobody cares. Hey, everyone cares. Everybody. That alone, me being on the camera for the whole WrestleMania would bring their rating at least two hundred percent. And that's that's a small figure. I'm I'm shooting low there. You know all about small figures, don't you? That's we're getting (laughs) off topic there, Nick. But I'm just saying, at the minimum, their viewership would go up at least two hundred percent. Yeah, well, I'm just saying it, it would have to be perfect. But I got okay. Here's here's one for you because we talk a lot about me. We know all about me. But what would be the perfect day in the life of Sean Ballou? The perfect day in the life of Sean B. Shit, man. The perfect day for me is hopping in the car at five in the morning, bumping some good ass jams, taking a ride down to Venice Beach or Malibu. And just fucking spending the day on the beach, man. Get some good buds. Spark it up. He means Budweiser. Budweiser. He's talking about Budweiser. No. I'm talking about <laughs> marijuana. I'm talking about marijuana. 420. Hashtag what up, my 420 friends. Um, but anywho, um, just sitting on the beach, man. Fucking drinking some fucking tequila or rum. That's a perfect day in the life of Sean B, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Budweiser's. He's talking about Budweiser's, though, for real. Chad, and Chad is a close second, man. Kevin Nash retiring, weed and titties. Ew! Don't say that. That is a close runner-up, man. Kevin Nash does need to retire if he, is, if he isn't now, but Kevin Nash is still one of the greatest wrestlers ever. <laughs> what okay. he and and Scott we're not getting into this debate I'm just going to say this one thing what he and he's, Scott Hall he's did he's the supporting actor man he's I like um, going to slap he's like Fabrizio dick. to Leonardo DiCaprio in Titanic you're a terrible person Sean we're going we're gonna to move on we are going to move on now this is number 5 how do you want to be remembered when you finish your wrestling career um, and I guess if, if whenever we have finished you know 
doing podcasts and such, how would we like to be remembered uh, as, as far as wrestling podcasts and such go? Um, if you want to answer first, you want me to answer. Um, I can answer this one. I start start off answering, and then you know you can you can answer. Uh, I I would like to be remembered as a just a, a, a great personality in the, in the wrestling scene. Like these YouTube guys, you see, I wouldn't mind being up there with Brian Zane or Sam and Larson. You know, I'd be remembered as a as a wrestling fan that fought for everything in justice. You know. And for justice. <clears throat> Hello. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Tell her. Tell her to give us a too sweet. I'm sure he walked off now. She was asking me a question. Sorry about that, but no. I, I would. I would like to be like you know. People get on the internet and go through the old shows and listen to them and hear my great voice and then you know Sean over there, um, and uh, just kind of. Remember, oh yeah, I remember that show because you know Nick is the bomb because Nick is awesome. Yeah, I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. You remember Nick Solomon that one time he came up with the <laughs> Neutral Bullet Club? Oh my God, dude, that is epic though. I need to make a T-shirt because I know you know you guys know I made that Bradshaw Club logo for for Dave Bradshaw because I love that guy. But I need to make a Neutral Bullet Club um, a T-shirt. That would be phenomenal. You'd wear it. You know you would. I, I would totally support a Neutral. I Bullet would club. rock. We need a Neutral Bullet Club. That would be phenomenal. Dino, you have to help with this because you're the artist, so. Alright, I'm so I mean on what the, about you? On the back of it it'll say hashtag recruit Cena. <laughs> hashtag recruits. Or was it Stone Cold that I had joined the Neutral Bullet Club that time? Because <laughs> 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 you guys had taught me into booking Stone Cold, I think it was, joined the Neutral Bullet Club. Or the Bullet Club. And it came out like that. But, oh, okay. Well, about you? my answer to that, my answer to that question is simple, man. When I'm done with it all, I'd want to be known as the best wrestling podcaster ever. That's never going to happen because, well, I'm alive still. Oh, if you say so, man. I, I'm the AJ Styles here. I'm the face that runs the place. You're just, uh, again, you're Fabricio. I'm Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Yeah, sure, sure, sure I am. Okay, uh... Um, I don't know why, I don't know why Titanic references are popping out to me today, but I'm just, I'm just going with it. Alright, so... As far as, this is a wrestling question, um, and you go ahead and explain yours first, because i got to walk away for just a moment, and uh, talk, to the, talk to the wife about something. Uh, but real quick, it, the question is, what's your most embarrassing moment... Um, dealing with with wrestling. Do you have an answer for that? I do actually. Uh, give I me do. go. Give me one moment. You go ahead and, and tell it. I'll be right back, guys. Sean B's going to take it over for just a minute here. All right. So my most embarrassing moment, like as a wrestling, like <laughs> as a wrestling fan, would probably be I was at a live event, probably like three three or four years ago with one of my friends, um, and. We're coming, the show was over and everything. Uh, we're coming out of the venue and we're waiting for my ride to come. And uh, we're like walking around the venue and there's a hotel next to the venue. And uh, this dude's walking through wearing a CM Punk shirt. And uh, my homie at the time 
walks by and sees that he's wearing a CM Punk shirt. And this dude's like walking with his wife and stuff. <laughs> and so my dumbass friend looks over at him and was like, hey, be careful not to get killed wearing that shirt. And like dead serious, like, like blank face looks at him and says that careful don't get killed wearing that shirt. And the chick, like, the look on her face was just, like, it went from, like, happy, oh, we're leaving SmackDown, to, oh, shit. And, like, she, like, grabs the dude's arm and, like, kind of pulls him as they're walking away. So, freaking, I was like, oh, my God, dude. Like, (laughs) these people are going to go get security or something. Like, pretty much just trying to kill this dude for wearing a CM Punk shirt. Like, I wasn't the biggest fan of CM Punk at the time either. So, like, uh, like I got it. It was when CM Punk joined the Nexus. So, it was uh, that's that's what the shirt was. It was the CM Punk Nexus shirt. That was freaking... Um, um, other than that, I really don't have any too many embarrassing wrestling moments. Um, I was kind of embarrassed for The Undertaker when he lost to Brock Lesnar. Because, you know... Brock Lesnar should not have been the one to end the fucking streak. Um, anybody who says that he should have is a complete buffoon. And that's that's all I got for that. I don't know where Nick went. Um, he was supposed to only be gone for a second. He's the one doing the Q&A here. So um, I guess I'm going to have to Q&A myself. Um, off topic for a second, WWE 2K18 just released. Um, I've heard some like really good reviews about it, and I've heard some really bad reviews. Um, if anybody out there listening has checked it out, um, feel free to pop in the chatty, let us know. Um, <laughs> what's going on, man? Um, and here we go. We got some people in the chatty here. And, uh, Shoutouts to my boy, Dean. Don't call me Shane O'Mac from the Mac Tax Show. Hopping in there. Um, he says he has a 1-800 number for what? Oh, for the titties. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Never mind. And shoutouts to my boy, Chad Mincher, who says... <laughs> he says... Nick is the Sin Cara to my Kalisto. Hey, and you can't hate on the Neutral Bullet Club shirt, man. Um, you know, you know you'd get one, Chad. You know you'd get one. <laughs> and here we go. Nick's not going to be here for it, but we got our first Chris Benoit joke, and it wasn't even by me. Chad Mincher says that. Chris Benoit should have killed the streak. Now, are you talking about he should have killed the streak figuratively or literally? Like, sneaking into the Undertaker's house and he's like, 21 and dead. Right. Where, where are you going with that there, chatty? But, anywho, um, quick reminder to follow us on Facebook at the World Wrestling Podcast. Nick Solomon was finally able to go and correct it so it's no longer the Willard 
Wrestling Podcast. It is exactly how it sounds. The World Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. You can also follow me on Instagram at the Happy and Schizo Show. <laughs> you can follow me on Facebook. Type in Happy the Clown. You'll see my beautiful smiling face up there. You can also follow me on Twitter at Happy the Clown fourteen. And Chad Mincher says that the Chris Benoit Undertaker's match should have been a lingerie pillow fight. I mean, I mean, it works. Benoit's, Benoit's got the favor in that match because, you know, Benoit's the master of the pillow. He's, uh, he's 3-0 and with the pillow, just saying. So the real streak is right there. I think that's the most active, active streak in wrestling right now. No, I'll play an Asuka. I almost called her Oksana. I don't know why. But Asuka has the longest streak, I believe, currently in WWE. And she has a bigger winning streak than Nick Solomon's butt buddy, old Bill Goldberg. And um, I think it's pretty awesome. Asuka is the shit, man. She destroyed over in NXT. Um, We've only seen her in one match since coming over to the main roster, and she kicked the shit out of Emma, so... Um, no surprise there. Uh, I'm not sure why they would choose to book Oscar versus Emma in their in her debut match. There's a lot of other people on Raw that uh, could have easily, easily um, fit into that match. Um, Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, she's a veteran. Um, so I'm not not too sure where they were going there, and uh, Chad says Emma is really underrated. How do you figure Emma is really underrated, man? She she wasn't that good when she was on NXT. They brought her up to the main roster, and she was doing her stupid little freaking bubble dance, whatever. She looked like she was having a seizure on stage, is what it looked like. Um. And then, uh, what, she got injured or she got suspended? I remember she got she got in trouble for shoplifting and then she got injured or something. And when she came back, they had her repackaged as the Amelina or whatever it was. And that completely tanked. And now that she's back and she's heel, um... I still, I just, I can never get behind Emma, man. She's, her wrestling skills are, she's a C-plus player, man. Like, straight up, she is a C-plus player. Um, she's, she's one of them, um, she's a permanent jobber. She's kind of like Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler's been there forever. Um, he's going to have a good match every once in a while, but for the most part, they're going to job him out. And that's Emma's purpose in WWE. Yeah, she might have a good match here and there. But for the most part, Emma's the permanent jobber. Um, I don't see her ever being women's champion and uh, on either, either brand. If anything, send her back to NXT. Let her wreck shit on there. She's a, it's the full, uh, what's it, a polished turd is still shit. But hey, at least she can be a polished shit. And 
And I will agree with you there, Chad Mincher. Uh, he says, I would get behind her. I would get behind her, man. She does got a booty. So I would definitely, I will, I would not, I would not turn Emma down in that way. But as, as for her wrestling skills, uh, she's, she's a little bit, a little bit better than Eva Marie. I'll give her that. So, and I will never, ever say anything bad about Dana Brooke. I absolutely love that girl. She is from head to toe perfection, straight up. Uh, but again, Dana Brooks, um, I feel her, her career is going to go down the same path unless they can repackage her and, um, somehow, uh, get her, get her a good push going. I see her being in the same position as Emma, man. She's going to have some good matches here and there, but, um, she's never really going to reach the top of the mountain, so to speak. Um, and it sucks because Dana Brooke is, uh, she's a powerhouse, dude. She's built to, she can easily run the women's division on either brand. Um, I just think, uh, um, that she, she, they threw her in with, um, Charlotte. And so, um, to put someone fresh out of NXT onto the main roster, then throw her into someone like Charlotte Flair's shadow. That's kind of dooming her to begin with. She did have a couple times where her and Charlotte had uh, tag team matches and, um, uh, Dana has botched a couple times and I heard that's part of the reason they, um, kind of pulled back on giving her a push is because she does have these moments where they give her the spotlight finally and she ends up botching. So if she can fix all that, they can repackage her and put her back out there. Um, I think that Dana Brooke can be a force to reckon with in the women's division. And Chad, I do not agree at all. I, um, Emma is not better than Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke would wipe the floor with Emma any day of the week. And he says Emma was last given the Santino shadow. She didn't stand a chance. Um, Emma, Emma couldn't have shined in anybody's shadow, man. Thinking, uh, she can't even shine in her own when they Emma's, give her the spotlight. That's why sucks. she... She came out as what that Emelina once, and then they completely called it off. She's like so. She's, she's basically a glorified jobber. She is not. That's what I'm saying. Emma's purpose in the WWE is that of Dolph Ziggler. He's going to have some good matches here and there, but he's he's a permanent jobber now. Well, and. And Chad's trying to say that Dana Brooke is worse than Emma. Um, I don't agree with this at all. Like I said, Dana Brooke would mop the floor with Emma. Uh, Dana Brooke is terrible too, though. She's pretty fucking bad. I, both I was saying, like, she is, man. I And I feel that once they brought, they brought her up to the main roster, A, too soon. And then they threw her in with Charlotte. You're, 
like I said, you're not going to be able to shine when your partner is Charlotte Flair, man. She's like wrestling royalty. Of course, you're not going to get the push you deserve when you're being paired up with Charlotte. Of course, Charlotte's going to get more shine. Um, I just think if maybe they um, take it, give her a six-month break, pull Dana Brooke off completely, don't show her on TV, nothing. Uh, let her hit the performance center. If she just puts in like hella work in the performance center, they repackage her, bring her back, and just let her powerhouse the freaking women's division. I think Dana Brooke can easily be a main event women's wrestler. Eh, not really, because she's fucking terrible. <laughs> I, I, I just, I just, I don't. I, I've never. She's so bland. She's sexy. She's got no character. And she's freaking built. She's got no skills. She has no skills, and nobody wants to do anything about it. So, uh, anywho, welcome back, Nick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so real quick, give me the skinny on what you said in your embarrassing moment. Because I don't really don't have. I've never been. I've uh, never my been. embarrassing moment was. Um, I went to a, a SmackDown taping a couple years ago. It was when um, CM Punk joined the Nexus and all that. He did his heel turn. And so um, we were leaving the venue. It was me. And you remember um, uh, Sick Jogla, Rika Jr.? Who? He used to be my <sighs> co-host. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So um, he... Uh, we're trying to wait for our ride. We're going through the venue next to the uh, the hotel next to the venue. And this dude and his wife are walking by. And the dude's wearing the CM Punk Nexus shirt. And he looks at him like straight face. He's like, don't get killed wearing that shirt. And like the look on the chick's face was just like absolute horror. And she like clutches the dude's arm but like power walks, like drags him. The opposite way. Hold on one second. My little one is 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 having a fit. Let me see what's going on. Let me. I'll give you the next. The next okay. question is, what is your perfect pizza? Sorry for the interruption. What is my perfect pizza? This is very easy, man. A meat lovers pizza. I'm talking ham, pepperoni. Bacon, sausage, chicken, whatever the fuck you want to put on it. Some spinach, jalapenos, that like bomb ass white sauce, and there you go. That's that's Happy's perfect pizza, man. And Nick has uh, Nick has disappeared on us once again. I like saying it like Chris Jericho again. Never, ever be the same again. I could tell you what Nick Solomon's perfect pizza is. Nick Solomon's perfect pizza is crust, bread sauce, and oranges. Like, but not cut up oranges, whole oranges. Just like thrown on the top of the pizza. And that's how Nick Solomon takes it, because Nick Solomon is the master of eating oranges. 
Chad says that Joe Rogan says again. I think it's a Canadian thing, man. As uh, when I used to work at work for um, Apple. That's right. I worked for Apple. <laughs> um, I would talk to the Canucks and stuff, and they would say that. Can you tell me a game? And then they say Zed. They don't say Z. They say Zed. It is not Zed. Oh, it is a little, a little factoid for you. My well, maybe, maybe he wants to be Canadian. Maybe that's why he says a game. Like, if you're well, not Chris Jericho, the only reason you should say a game is because you're Canadian. Not true. A game is is fancy way of saying again. It's the way it is. No. Yeah. Chris Jericho's Canadian. And he's Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho sucks. One of the greatest so, I mean, of all time. You know, it's pretty much the way it is. And and just so you know, I answered I answered the question for you too. Well, what did you what did you say? What did you say for me? What, what I wanna know. For your your perfect pizza is um a thin crust. Okay, with, you're already uh, wrong. You're already wrong. No no. I'm completely right here. Okay, okay. A thin okay. crust with like a heaping glob of red sauce, a little bit of cheese, and like full oranges. Not cut up, just full oranges on the pizza. I fucking hate you, dude. I hate you. (laughs) Look, my perfect pizza is simple. It is simple. It's just deep dish. It's just deep dish. A lot of cheese, a lot of bacon, a lot of sausage, a lot of pepperoni, a lot of ham. Deep dish. See, mine was meat lovers with... uh, I know you're real um, big into meat. You, know, you love you love eat meat, don't you? Your favorite thing. I do. I do. Especially uh, with like... some spinach, jalapenos, and not a red sauce. I like the white sauce. I know I'm about to get a lot of crap for that, but um, I like the the Alfredo sauce a little bit better than the the red sauce. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Next question. Next question. If you could have personally witnessed anything or been at any event. What would you have wanted to have seen? Okay, I got mine stands to this day. It's a tough one because there's two different events I really would have loved to have been at to see. Um, but I think I'm just going to go ahead and just say WrestleMania 13. Uh, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold Steve Austin in the I Quit match. Hell yeah. I, I would have Hell yeah. loved to have been there to see that match. That's One of the greatest WrestleMania matches It really of all time. is. It really stands stands the test of time as one of the greatest wrestling matches in the history of not only WWE but world wrestling in general people still talk about it it's still watched to this very day um, it's one of my just favorite matches so Stone Cold and I Bret watched Hart. it the other night yeah yeah same here actually I just seen it probably about two weeks ago I watched it just because I was wanting to see it again it's just a great match the commentary is perfect the you know the wrestling is good. Uh, the storytelling between Brett and 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 uh, Stone Cold are good. The way the crowd changes See, opinions I, is, is. I absolutely good. hate Bret Hart, but that was a really that was a really good match. Yeah, it was. How about you? What event would you have liked to have actually seen firsthand? See, there's two of them for me too. The first one has to be like one of the most like iconic moments in all of WrestleMania. I would love to be there to see Hulk Hogan slam Andre the Giant. Man. Oh yeah, yeah, that like, would be great. That would have been great. Yeah, just to to witness the awe in the crowd. Like it's kind of like 
uh, like what it would have been to see the Undertaker streak get snapped. That's how I, I imagine all I the air. I can see that. Leaving, yeah. I, all the air leaving the building just that. Because <gasps> it really, it really does. Yeah, I mean, it, when you watch the match, I mean, I'm not even a big fan of that match, but just the ending, you know, of. People, there's some people still sitting down looking at their phones expecting, you know, Taker just to kick out, you know, whatever. He's going to win the match. And then you hear that three, and for almost a half a second, the entire crowd is quiet. Like, just yeah. that, the, the, from the time that the That's refs... how it was. That's how it was at home, too. I remember yeah. uh, we had, like, a WrestleMania party and stuff, and we just all just stopped and was just, like, yeah. that blank look at each other, like... Like, did that just happen? Because I'm watching it by myself, you know, because I think Ashley's doing She's, you know, not a big wrestling fan. And she, she we all we all assumed that there was no way they could put Brock over the Undertaker. And then the ref hits that third count, and for a split second, I'm like, did that just, did that just happen? Did I just see that? That, that three count came down. It's the moment the ref's hand touched that mat for the third, my heart said, I said Yeah, ah. I mean... I had like this big pit in my stomach. Like, did I just watch that? You know, that just fucking happened. I mean, so I can see, I can see um, that being one of the the greatest spots to actually go and see. You know, that would be. But phenomenal. it would have to be between that and uh, the uh, Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair retirement match. Oh, I wanted to. God. I wanted to have been, I would have would have been there close enough where I could have caught Ric Flair's tooth when it got kicked out of his head. I would have I, I would have wanted to be close enough so I could have bottled up some of the tears from Rick. You know, that's how close I would exactly. love to have been. God, that made me cry watching that film. I don't or that that film that 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 match. I just by the end I've just got tears. You know, because it's like I'm watching him shoot Old Yeller in the face again. And it's just, I don't want them to do that. It was so sad. All right, um, next question. If you could give one bit of advice to a young wrestler, what would it be? You kind of broke up there. What was that? Um, if you could give advice to a young wrestler, an up-and-comer, if you had the opportunity to do that, what would it be? <laughs> Wait to go to WWE until Vince McMahon dies. Oh my god. Um, mine is similar. Just don't go to WWE. Just don't do it. Uh, you know, just just stay away until it starts picking up or something. Um, because just stay on the indie circuit because the indie circuit's getting bigger and bigger every day. You know. You leaving? Alright, I love you. Buddy. Shut up, Sean. This magic moment. But you to... yeah, it would be that. It'd be it would be that. But, all right. So um, next up, let's see. Oh, this is another question here for us. Um, you have set. This is the question. You have set up a brilliant podcast, and it is going from strength to strength. But what is the dream? What would you say the dream is um, for, for the podcast, Sean? My dream, man, um, like I said, just to make it the best uh, podcast on Spreaker, the best, best wrestling podcast on iHeartRadio. Um, I want to, my legit goal is to get my own, um, like, satellite radio station, man. Um, like, 
give me a couple hours on a serious radio, man, on one of your sports channels. Uh, let me talk talk wrestling, man. It's what I love to do. So that's that's my ultimate goal, man. I want to be, like I said, I want to be the best podcaster um, out there. I want people to think wrestling podcasts, think uh, the world wrestling podcast. Yeah, that's that's pretty much me as well. I mean, I, I, I when you think wrestling podcasts, I would want you to think world wrestling podcast, big bad boo bear Sean B. That that's that's exactly what I would want to want people to think. You know, it would just be really cool. It'd be cool to be getting messages asking for advice on how to do things, um, asking for interviews. You know, yeah. that would, it'd be cool for stuff like that. So yeah, I pretty much the same dream. You know, just to make it, make it with this. That would be really really cool. Uh, if you could be a wrestler for a day, what can we expect? Theme song, attire, ring name, finisher. What do you have for us? Oh, oh, that's Holy a good shit, one. Man. That is a good one. That's a great fucking question. Okay, I'll let you go first because I have to pr- prepare because I've got there's so many different gimmick ideas I've had over the years with WWE 2K17 and 16 and shit. Like, uh, God, I could do anything. I could be a goddamn vampire. um this is a hard one man um as for my look i'd probably uh i'd probably keep my clown mask on man uh because uh we don't have any bad like really good uh masked wrestlers anymore if i didn't like have if i couldn't have my full happy the clown mask and i would do my paint my face that way um wrestling gear um hook me up with a bullet club t-shirt and a pair of jeans my music that's a hard one it really is a fucking hard one i've already got my music um my entrance song uh tech nine painted dark picture um my entrance song, Sean, I'm going to go ahead and, you know, are you done? Are you officially done? Would that be your entrance song and everything together? Yeah, yeah. My entrance song would have to be your favorite wrestling theme, Sean. It would have to be... What, the WCW music? No, I think it's that, isn't it like, No Way, what is it, No Way, um... What is oh name? my god. I think his name is... No way, Jose. Beats about a drop, Sean. No way, Jose. No way. <laughs> no, no, no. The no, worst no. type of person. <laughs> That's the power of positivity, sir. No, no, no. That wouldn't be my. That would be my theme song. Um. Okay, so you're a goddamn liar. You know it would be. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. It you wouldn't. would completely rip off his gimmick. <laughs> I would be the fat no way, Jose. Is that what you're saying? Okay, um, no, like I think I would go. Honestly, I'd go for the big man look. You know, like a like a Kevin Nash, like a gallows type character, the tank top, and then you know, like uh, the pants that they do. You know, probably some, probably mostly black and white, black and red. Um, that's my favorite colors, as it were. No, you know what? I think I would do like a, a blue top with black uh, pants and then probably white elbow pads. And, uh, let's see, attire, yeah, ring name. 
I think I'd probably be called Steam Diesel Black, just because I like that. I don't know, I've always have. Finisher would have to be probably like a, a, a clothesline of some sort, or so a combination punch. I've always liked those one-two punch. Like, like Road Dogs. My finisher. Old, old finishers like he would do with the fucking shake, rattle, and roll and stuff. You, you already know what my finisher would be. The greatest finisher of all time. Which one? Oh my god, if you fucking I'm say... About, I'm talking about Starship Pain, my guy. You are a terrible person. You are a terrible person. And if it wasn't that, it would have to be like a... Like a... A backflip rock bottom. So like a Spanish fly, then? Yeah. Yeah, I think... You know, I think I like like the double punch thing, like as a, you know, a signature, getting them set up. But really, one of my favorite finishing moves has always been uh, the power bomb. I mean, it's a great move. It's simple, but it does a lot of fucking damage. So it would probably be this the power bomb. Back the head. Or it could, you know what? Actually, no. Mine would be the sit-out version of the Tombstone Piledriver. Owen Hart's version. Nice. The sit-out version of the Tombstone Piledriver. I've always loved the way it looks. And it seems like it would probably be even more impactful than the original Tombstone Piledriver. Because, yeah, you know, it'll break your neck like it did Stone Cold. Yeah, so, I mean, if they would let me use it, that would be the maneuver I would, I would, I would use. That's my finisher. Hey, give it to Seth Rollins. He likes injuring people. Yeah, he's really good at that. The fucking bastard. <laughs> okay. Um, on the independent scene, who is the best and what promotion is the best for you? Now, I'm going to answer this one first. And I think everybody knows it, but the answer is going to be Defiant Wrestling slash WCPW. And best wrestler on the independent scene right now. <coughs> um, shit, it, it's kind of hard to pick. But I'd have to say, honestly, it's going to be a tie. It's going to be a tie, and it's going to be between Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay. Reason being because... God damn right, Kenny Omega. Yeah, well, the reason Kenny makes it is because of the insane fucking matches he's had with, with Okada in uh, the NJPW. Um, and all the stuff he's done with the Bullet Club, it's just been absolutely phenomenal. And then Will Ospreay, I mean, f this guy's making his way up the ranks. He was the best of the Super Juniors, the only Brit to ever win the best of the Super Juniors. And then, I, th I believe the only Brit to ever win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, which he just did uh, last month. So if anybody would be considered the hottest commodity on the indie circuit right now, it has to go to Will Ospreay, so... Yeah, I, I say Will Ospreay, Kenny Omega get a tie for best indie wrestlers on the scene right this minute, and then um, I mean, who, who what do you and, and then Defiant Wrestling? How about what do you think? Your your your, um, your answers. So my my best indie promotion um, since uh, I watched more of it, I you just got me into Defiant and stuff. What I've watched of theirs is uh has been pretty good, man. Um, no complaints there, um, but I definitely watch a lot more Ring of Honor than I do. Uh, oh yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and that Ring um, of Honor is badass. So I'm gonna have to go with ROH, and uh, um, I'm with you on the the best wrestler uh, in the indie scenes, man. It's definitely a tie for me. It's uh, between Kenny Omega and um, Jay Lethal. There's nothing wrong with that either because Jay Jay has always been good. 
He's always been great, but it always felt like something was holding him back. Like, there's just something that people don't know about or something that just feels like it's just holding him back from being the greatest wrestler in the indie scene. And then we just talked about Kenny Omega. Yeah. Um, I've been saying it for years, man. Um, Back when I used to watch Team Gay, um, when he was with them, um, even before he was the black, even before he was the black machismo and all that, um, I I had a lot of respect for Jay Lethal. He's a really good all around wrestler, man. Um, and you guys have heard me talk plenty about Kenny Omega. You know where I stand there. But I, yeah. I also want to throw in um, the best indie tag team out there. Um, a lot of people would assume I'm about to say the Young Bucks. But I'm not going to say the Young Bucks. Best indie tag team out there right now. The War Machine. Hands freaking down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that, they are the greatest right now in the world. Legitimately. The greatest. Yeah, it's War Machine. I can definitely agree on the tag team thing for sure. Um, Next question. What is the next step for the podcast? Uh, you know, that honestly is a mystery. That That's something we just kind of take day by day. You know, next step for the podcast, Mick Foley. If you're listening, you need to come on this show. It actually, that was it, my ultimate go. If I could get any wrestler on here and die happy, it would be to get Mick Foley on here. That's funny because that I was the next. Happy. Yeah, that was the next question: is who would be the dream guest to get on the podcast and why? And you say Mick, which is a great answer. And I'm not saying this because I don't want Mick on the show because Mick would be one of my answers as well. But since you picked Mick Foley as your your dream guest for the show, I think my dream guest for the show would probably be... Man, I'm going to get so much flack for this right now. Um, Yeah, it would be Kevin. And with you saying Mick, it would be Kevin. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. All the indie guys out there, Will Ospreay, Okada, if he spoke English, uh, Kenny Omega, all of them would be great to have on. And I would, I could not die a happy man until I at least had Martin Kirby and all of them on. But Kevin Nash will always be one of my favorite wrestlers because I just, I, I loved Kevin Nash. He was a great wrestler. I don't care what anybody fucking says. I would love to sit down and talk to him about wrestling See, for a while. If Kevin Dash was on, I would have to talk like this. Why? Why would you have to do that? Why? Because he's a robot. No, he's not. No robot. Don't, don't be mad at us. Fucking annoying. Uh, and the final, <laughs> this, the final question of the of the Q and A. We're gonna we're also we're gonna take a quick break so I can grab me a cigarette after this question and then I will be back to talk some news um, and uh, talk about uh, TLC disgusting I don't want to say it Um, what is one message what one message would you want to give to the wrestling community as a whole what one message would you want to give to to the wrestling community expand your horizons man don't don't limit yourself to one promotion um, if, uh, if WWE is all you know, man, um, get out there, check out NJPW, uh, check out Defire, Ring of Honor, stay far, stay as far away from Global Force Wrestling as you can. <laughs> That's like when, uh, Simba and Mufasa were talking 
And say, what's that dark spot over there? That's TNA. That's Global Force Wrestling. You don't ever go there. But expand your horizons to the other places, you know. Um, there's a lot of good stuff everywhere else except for TNA. Uh, I would. I think mine would be near the same message. Uh, more specifically, check out the UK scene. I mean, it's on fire. Um, you know, it, it's just... The crowds are popping. Oh shit! I missed a question, um, but anyways, we'll get to that in a second. Um, it, it is it's 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 insane. The crowd makes it, and it's it's right at home for us diehard wrestling fans. Is is the UK scene? So, if you have the opportunity to go and see a live, see event, that's for me personally. That's something I've always enjoyed. Like um, when the crowd's behind it, it gets you behind it. If you're like watching it, um, even more so if you're there live. If the crowd's going, you can't help but get pulled into it. Um, just like when we were watching uh, that last uh, Defiant pay-per-view, the Refuse to Lose, um, the crowd's in their chant. I know you've heard us chanting this like, yeah. the last few weeks, but um, it was just like, it, it was catchy. You can't help but, oh, you're watching, watching Ben Speck, man. <laughs> uh, uh, it's shit like that, man. Like, I completely agree with what you're saying. Uh it's uh UK's got it popping um in the indie scene right now. Um so another question here. We did we I, I somehow we got out of order on a few and I missed one. Um and it was this it would be awesome if you could do a UK based podcast episode. Who is the best for you on the British British independent scene? I think um I mean I sort of answered that with with Will and Kenny well with William Osprey. Uh I, 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 the, on specifically the British wrestling scene, William Ostray, of course, would be number one. Uh, Martin Kirby would be probably number two. Martin Kirby's a fag, dude. Dude, you shut the fuck up about Martin Kirby. You are talking to a I certified like I do not like Kirby him. crawler. I've seen one. I've seen one match with him, and as soon as he came out, I was like, "This is the guy Nick has a chubby for." Was that dude? Gay? Martin Kirby is literally probably the greatest wrestler ever. Like his pro- his 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 production, his presentation, his wrestling ability, the matches like, he's done with El Ligero. I mean, it's. I like that dude. Uh, why can't I think of his name? Um, he cashed in the the briefcase at uh, refused to the lose. The villain. Marty Skrull, yeah, that's another one. Yes. Marty Skrull, who is like a dark horse, man. Because I remember when I first... Obviously, when I first watched him, he wasn't, like, not famous. He was doing pretty good for himself at the time. But, like, I just never expected him to be world champion material for any company. He just didn't look like a world champion. He looked like a, a mid-card guy. But they pulled it with they pulled it off with him, and he did it really good. Marty Skrull is fucking phenomenal. The Chicken Wing, that's... There's so many great British wrestlers... Um, we do need to sit down one day and write up a some kind of British podcast show. I mean, we oh, we, we could talk like that the entire show, you know, insult an entire group I, of people. I was about to say, I feel that would be like really, uh, really uh, stereotypical to that to that region. What do you mean? I just feel if we talk British the whole time, we might insult someone. We could very well do that. Well, I'm all for it, mate. Let's fucking do it. Let's fucking Sorry, do it. Sorry, that was it. Australian. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, 
But yeah, that was the Q&A <laughs> sent to us from Sports Central. Love you guys. Sorry it took us so long. I, I had interruptions and shit. You know, life is... And is I will drop it in the chatty again. I dropped it once, but I'm dropping it again right now. Really cool Boom. website. There is... Yeah. There is link sportscentral.net. That is S-P-O-R-T-C-E-N-T-R-A-L.net. All spelled correctly. Sportscentral.net. It's not just wrestling either. They do... Um, they do... They do other stuff. And uh, you know what? Shut up with the spelling, you bastard. Yeah, see, Chad said it's like like him talking like a hick where he's at. It's not natural. You're not you natural, Chad. You're not natural. Hey, right. pretty soon Chad's going to be saying giraffe. Giraffe. <laughs> he's going to move to Kentucky, where everybody's kin. And they like to <laughs> I used to... I used to tell my ex that all the time because she had that that twang. I'm about to say giraffe, she's like, why? I'm about to say it. giraffe, and I just it makes me laugh. Giraffe, giraffe. <laughs> Nobody says giraffe like that. We all say giraffe, giraffe. No, well, she said it with like she had like more of a twang than me. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we're gonna be back in just a few minutes. We're gonna take a quick break. Um, I gotta grab me a cigarette. Chad's all natural. He's all natural foot, you know. Got that foot. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. natural Chad. Things found in Bray Watt's backyard. Wow, wow, sir, you just made my day. <laughs> Hold on, I'm put trying to the find... lotion on its skin. You, sir, need to put all the lotion on your own skin, and then kind of take some pictures and possibly send them to me. <laughs> do you do you i think we need to hear it again man do you have it queued up by any chance the put a little ass on it unfortunately i was just looking for that and it has disappeared i don't know where it went it's no. fucking i don't know it's, see this is i need to start hosting again i miss my shotgun sound i need i do need to get some shotgun sound. i need to get some sound effects i don't have any other than ashley's laugh <laughs> and it's, it's and, sort know, of creepy. Yeah. I make shift horn. Oh, we do need to get some. I need to get some sound effects. But actually, I've got a new song on here for myself. It's just some some me, me playing harp to uh, knocking on heaven's door backing track. So I hope you guys like it. Knocking on heaven's door. It's Dawa. 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 I'm knocking on heaven's door. But yeah, here's that. Just playing and stuff. We'll be back in a few minutes. Hope you guys enjoy. Hashtag Nutribullet. Hashtag Nutribullet is a shit. They're the greatest club in the history of clubs. They be dropping dubs and giving back rubs.
Gotta love that dead air, you know, brought to you by the World Wrestling Podcast. That's awesome. You know, just straight dead air for the last God knows how many minutes. Um, excuse, excuse me on that. That was my bad. But we may have lost Sean in the process. Don't know how that happened. Bullet Club. There's the Bullet Club theme. One second. There's that. My God. Let's see what's going on with Shawnee. Am I still on a call with Shawnee? Yes. Somehow we have lost Shawnee McMahon. Let me um, find out where he is. Hey, yo. Where did you go? But anyways. Um, so yeah, we are back now. And uh, fuck it. Let's get, let's get back on the, let's get back on the horse here. <laughs> oh, that fucking dead air. Anyways, so, um, TLC. Let's go ahead and get into. Let's go ahead and get into this goddamn nugget of terribleness. Fucking TLC. Oh wait, you're here, but we can't hear you. If you're speaking, Sean, I can't hear you. Anyways, TLC. So TLC was fucking bad. TLC was pretty fucking terrible. Um, on like a terrible scale, I'd give it a 10 out of 10 of terrible. Now, I've heard other people have said that they quite enjoyed it, but I don't know how. And there's a lot of reasons why I didn't like TLC. Um... You know, number one, there was just a lot of shit matches. Uh, the first match on the card was Asuka versus Emma. And that was a great match. You know, it was good. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was. It was a good match. It was, though. Why, really, like, why, why would you debut Asuka against a piece of garbage like Emma? They could have done worse. They could have done it with Dana Brooke. But no, they did it with Emma. You know? <laughs> no, I liked it. Legitimately, I liked that match. I did. I thought it was a good opener. It was a great opener. It wasn't the epic match, but it kept it was like, okay, it's a good start for the night. And then they sunk it. They sunk the whole fucking opening part of the show with that 205 live match. That was terrible. That was atrocious, sir. The Brian Kendrick you know, like, it, it was bad. Well, Go ahead. I was I was just going to say, uh, it's 205, man. We can't expect that. Uh, no, I expect, expect the fucking best. I expect a better match than what was put on by those guys. Now, I don't... I mean, I'm not going to hate I on mean, Rich Swan because I've seen him live, and he's a great wrestler. I know nothing about that other, other, other bald black guy. And I, I kind of like Jimmy Gallagher... But the Brian Kendrick was fucking terrible. The Brian Kendrick was insanely terrible. See, and that's weird because uh, Brian Kendrick, man, he's not—he's not bad. He's—we've uh, talked about certain wrestlers being forever mid carders. Uh, Brian Kendrick definitely is a forever mid carder, uh, but he—he he usually can put on a good match, man. It just was a—I don't know, man. It just was boring. Like I fast forward through it, and then 
Somehow, I ended up missing the women's championship match. I don't know how that happened, but I didn't get to see it. Uh, I didn't even legitimately fast forward through it. Like, I really just don't know what happened. Somehow, I missed it. So, you know, that sucked. I wanted to see that one. I don't know how it was. Um, and I'm sure I missed some other stuff in there. Don't really know. Don't really care. Because it just started getting, like, I started fast forwarding when I got back to watching. And I was stuck in the middle of a match. I can't remember what it was. But just what it wasn't good was bad. I didn't see the Finn Balor versus um, AJ Styles match, but I've heard it was decent. It wasn't good, it wasn't bad, but it was, like, decent. You know what I'm saying? I heard it was actually really good. Um, like oh, yeah. said, uh, we were talking earlier, um, I didn't get a chance to um, actually watch TLC, but um, I read all the reviews and stuff, and um, uh, I heard that match was actually one of the best of the night. I, 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 yeah, it was decent. You know, Finn Balor, former leader of the Bullet Club. Uh, AJ Styles, former leader of the Bullet Club. The Bullet Club salute, you uh, know, the two sweet thing. That's that's pretty cool. It was it was decent, you know what I'm saying, from what I gather. Um, but no, the main problem with TLC, the main God I hate this, this pay-per-view problem with TLC was Kurt Angle. It was, so, it was Kurt. I, I got to ask, how many actual um, extreme rule somebody. matches were there? Hold on. I know they usually have, my... like, one table. There's somebody they'll have, like, one table right match. They'll have, like, one ladder match. Um, they'll have, like, a couple actual TLC matches. Um, like I said, I didn't get a chance to watch it, so that's what I was wondering. Uh, like, uh, how many actual... Um, matches fell into that group because uh, we talked about it in the last uh, pay-per-view um, it's called Hell in a Cell yet there was only two Hell in a Cell matches uh, WWE has a has a bad habit of doing that they'll name the pay-per-view one thing and then only give us one match uh, I guess that's how they can say oh we, we fulfilled the name of the pay-per-view um, so that's uh I was wondering how many actual matches consisted of tables, Jesus. ladders, and chairs. Worst possible night to do a podcast like everybody and their mamas in my fucking business tonight. I swear to God. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. So, how many actual like uh, matches were there on the card that fell that included tables, ladders, or chairs? Or Okay, so was a, I believe there was two. Hold on. I'll look it up because, like I said, I missed a few matches. There could have been more. But <clears throat> there's, that's one of the other problems with that finale match. How many TLC matches were at TLC 2017? Chad just sent me a message and said, I'm in your DMs. And I don't want you there, Chad. Go away. You 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 give me you give me the heebie-jeebies, Chad. You sick fuck. <laughs> no, um, TLC matches at TLC 2017. Um, I'm looking for. I'm looking for that now. <laughs> the page would fucking load. Of course, it doesn't want to want to fucking. But anywho, load. while you're looking that up, yeah. um. Go ahead and elaborate um, why you were so um, salty towards Mr. Angle. 
You know, one of my biggest issues, one of my biggest things about this this pay-per-view, the reason I was so fucking ready to see this pay-per-view, dude. Hold on. I'm seeing it now. There was... One DLC match. One. One. That's what it looks like. Yeah, it looks like there was one TLC match, and that was the finale. Yeah, I've seen that. Jason Jordan versus Elias. That was fucking terrible. We don't even need to talk about that. Yeah, that's it. There was one TLC match, dude. One TLC match. And you know what? Okay, we'll, so we'll talk about Kurt Angle, and then we'll talk about that. Okay, um, Kurt Angle. The reason I was so pissed off about this is the same reason I was so excited about this, Kurt Angle. When I first heard of Kurt Angle was taking the spot of Roman Reigns, because Roman Reigns has got some kind of viral infection from having sex with... meningitis. He was a dirty diva, I'm guessing. Um, you know, he... It was, it was, I was excited. It was like the first time, the first time Kurt has been in a WWE ring in 11 years. 2006 was the last time he was in a WWE ring. You know, so I'm like, fuck, that's going to be nope. awesome. You know, him and the Shield teaming together. I love Dean Ambrose. I love Seth Rollins. So this was pretty fucking cool. And so then I get there. You know, the, the villains come out, the bad guys, the Miz, Braun Strowman and Kane. Nobody fucking cares. I mean, I like Miz. As a good, he's a good heel. I've learned here recently, I've really started to enjoy the Miz's heel work. You know, I'm not too big on Braun. He's just a big monster they haven't done much with. Um, I mean, they have done stuff with him, but I'm not impressed, I guess. I think that maybe I was a little more impressed after this matchup with him versus Kane. I'm kind of wanting to see what happens with that. And then Kane was back out of shape. My God, Kane does not look good. I mean, he he doesn't. He's got a beer belly, man. He looks like, <laughs> yeah, he looks like a twig with a beer belly. Um, so what happens then, when your um, campaign fl- collapses? I, I, yeah, <laughs> that's fucked up. No, um, that's I mean, what the big red mayor shit got to wrestle I, again. It's funny how we were just talking about this last week with Kane returning, like talking about, you know, if it would be cool to see Kane return, then like Monday night he returns. That was pretty cool. We called it. I'm not saying we work for WWE creative, but I will say we'll take our checks in the mail, you know? Um, so get on that, but no Kane returns and like I said, originally, I have no problem with Kane returning, but I they tried to make it like a big surprise, like everybody was just going to go nuts, and like, I don't know, they didn't get that, because I didn't even go nuts. I was like, oh, okay, cool, Kane's back, you know, that's that's cool. Yeah, I didn't get that way. Yeah, like, that that was, I was kind of cool to see Kane back, but like, I don't know. I was know. like, oh, shit, Kane, but uh, that, was, that was about the extent of it. That was the extent of it. Um, so, Kane, and then one of my, one of my favorite teams in WWE right now, The Bar. Sheamus and Cesaro, they are legitimately like my favorite team in the WWE right now. All teaming up together to take on the Shield. Um, and so the Shield comes out, and you see Dean, you see Seth Rollins, and then here comes Kurt behind him with the vest and, you know, all that on. So that was pretty cool. At first, I was pretty... But then, as he's walking down the stairs, I'm noticing he's walking, He's walking, but like, I don't know, he seems like he's got a limp, and I'm like, maybe he's just, you know, he hasn't wrestled in a while, some ring rust. And he gets in the ring, man, and it's just... I've got to stop the music for this. I can't. He's just... <laughs> he's just he's not Kurt Angle, dude. He's not. This was this was a terrible decision by whoever made it. If it was Kurt, if it was creative, if it was whatever. It was a terrible decision. 
um, to put Kurt in the ring. Uh, dude, he... It reminded me of, like, watching an old wrestler get back into the ring way past their prime and thinking they can still hold their own, and they can't. That's what it reminded like me when, of. Uh, like when um, Hacksaw Jim Duggan tries to come back? Yeah. Like, it was that kind of reaction. Even the crowd was a little iffy. Like, there were parts, you know, Carnegie gets Miz in, in, in the, the ankle lock and shit like that. Oh, that's, that's nostalgic. That's cool. But, man, he was limping around the ring like he's Ric Flair. You know? And it was, this is a legit, this was not something, I'm not even trying to joke around or anything. I legitimately was upset. Like, I mean, I wasn't in tears or something. I didn't anything like that. But I was like, wow. You know, like, it just hit me like, God, he's not in shape to be in the fucking ring. Not with Braun Strowman. Not with fucking DeBar, you know? Like, he's not. He should have fucking stayed out of it. They should have been a five-on-two and just fucking decimate the shield or something or give him some underdog story or hell. You know, bring somebody else in. They could have fucking got Goldberg to do this match. Anybody to do this match. Fuck. Uh, I don't know, John Cena. I would have preferred John Cena in the ring if it would have meant... Because, I mean, dude, at one point, Braun Strowman picks him up and power slams him through a table. And I'm like, oh, well, this was a cool funeral to go to, you know? <laughs> Pay $9.99 to go to a funeral? Yeah, I mean, but, like, it was legitimately, like, it was like watching Mick Foley wrestle now. That's nothing That's nothing against Mick. I love Mick, and I love Kurt. But Mick can't get back in the ring. We all know he can't get back in the ring. He can never It's like watching him. every Kevin Nash, Nash match. It's, like, stiff and uneventful. Shut the fuck up. Don't say that. That's mean. That's mean. Hey, if they really wanted to pull um, pull ratings, they could have easily had Chris Benoit come and do it. Oh, you're a terrible person. We made it an hour and 33 minutes. I think we broke our... No, we didn't break our last mess record because we went the entire show. We legitimately made it through the entire show. So, which is like two hours, two and a half hours, three. So, we didn't break a record. But you did, you damn sure. Yeah, it was like an hour fifty nine last time. Yeah, so it's, we made it to an hour thirty four. So, you know, I was just saying he would came out there with a pillow and just just killed everyone. Would made them all tap. Yeah, you're a terrible person. You know, you're a fucking terrible person. No, but legitimately, <laughs> I know I know you didn't see the match, Sean, but it was disappointing. Like, I mean, they did the whole break thing. You know, like he got he got quote unquote hurt. During the match, after that power slam, they took him to the back for the rest of the match. You know, because, you know, he was quote-unquote hurt to give him a break. I mean, hell, at one point on his way up the ramp with the refs, it, it looked like he was legitimately having problems getting up the ramp. Like, I don't know yeah, if he's just fucking, been, uh, if he's just an he Emmy winner. Have, uh, he could have had, like, an um, uh, injury that just got progressively worse during the match. Because uh, you know he's uh, he's been training for this match uh, since finding out that Roman Reigns isn't going to be in it and stuff. Um, it's kind of a short notice for him to to get rid of that ring rest. So to see him limping and stuff like that, um, he could have got hurt prior to. I don't know the whole story, but it just um, it didn't. But, it, didn't uh, it didn't look like just ring rust, man. That's the thing. Is if it was just ring rust, I mean it'd be one thing. But it, like I said, it looked legitimately like he hadn't wrestled. In 11 years. And we all know he's been in TNA. He's been, Damn. you know, he, he's been, you know, overseas. And he had some amazing matches. And see, that's um, what I don't understand. 
that's what I don't understand. It's just just on the indie circuit last year he did a match with uh, Joe Hendry, the leader of the Prestige now in WCPW Defiant. You know, Joe Hendry. He did a great fucking match with Joe Hendry. It wasn't epic, epic, but it was still very solid, very good match. It was great to see him wrestle again. And then not a year later, it's this. He looked like what the fuck. You know, like what? What? Yeah, happened? I definitely have to check it out, man. Um, I mean, you'll, yeah, you'll have to look but, at it and watch him. Watch him very closely. I mean, if there's anybody who disagrees, get in the chat and let me know. I mean, I don't know where Chad went. I know he's in my DMs. A sick fuck. But he 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 hasn't he hasn't messaged me anything except for I'm in your DMs. LOL. One there was one. I don't. I. Th- yeah, that's why he, he was he was he, he was answering the question to the TLC match. The thing there was one TLC match. There was legitimately one. TLC match. And yeah, okay, so this is the other problem with this pay-per-view. There was one TLC match at a pay-per-view called TLC. Right? I mean, most of the time they'll incorporate, like, there'll be one table match, there'll be a chairs match, they'll have at least one ladder match, and then they'll have the big TLC match. Um, But again, it's like uh, I talked about when you had to step away a moment ago. Uh, they did the same thing with Hell in a Cell. If you're going to call a pay-per-view um, TLC, Hell in a Cell, Elimination Chamber, you better damn well make sure that every match that a title or a big match is going on is in them fucking, in that type of match. Yeah. I mean, why call something TLC and only do one TLC match? And the rest of the matches are just straight. Like, I, I'm okay with regular singles matches. It's not that I hate them or anything, but they have their place. You know, Raw, SmackDown, hell, on regular pay-per-views like WrestleMania and shit like that. You know, regular singles and tag teams, whatever, that's whatever. But for a TLC pay-per-view, I expect at the very least three fucking TLC matches. At the very least, three TLC yeah. matches. And we got one. And then the one we got, you know it wasn't even a real TLC match? Like it was a five There's on nothing three. hanging. No, it was a five on three tag team match that incorporated ladders and tables and chairs, but it was one via pinfall. They, they they pinned Kane, I believe it was Kane. They pinned. Damn. Yeah. That's, uh, so it wasn't that. even a that's real that. TLC match. So what the fuck did we watch? <laughs> like, because I was like, you know, because when the match started, I'm like. Well, wait, what are they actually going to be climbing for? You know, cause that's a ladder match. That's what you do in a ladder match. You climb to the top and you grab a suitcase or a belt or a contract or, you know, if Vince Russo would hear it'd be like things on a pole. Yeah. That'd be the name of the pay-per-view would be pole or some shit like that. Whatever. You climb to the top of it and you, you grab it off and there was nothing. <laughs> I'm I'm just listening to your interesting conversation here, man. Uh, oh, I guess I guess I'm talking to myself. But uh, <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. I'm back uh, now. But yeah, TLC. You know, fucking goddamn one match, and it's not even a real TLC match. What do you think about it? I think it is absolute rubbish, and um. Uh, you should literally, um, someone needs to walk in. Um, I would prefer it to be Donald Trump, 
the walk into the the creative offices and be like, "You're fired. You're fired. You're fired." Pick You're up cool. the phone, call me, then call you about look. America needs you to make wrestling great again. <laughs> come on, come on in, boys. My we first, need you. Uh, my first thing I would say is, okay, I need an unlimited budget and I need Kevin Nash's phone number. <laughs> I bet, I bet, Mister President, he's drunk. Don't listen. <laughs> the unlimited budget, yeah, most definitely. But Kevin Nash, we're keeping him as far away as possible. Hall of Famer, he's gonna be the first new wrestling Hall of Famer for our Hall of Fame. He'll be the inductee, <clears throat> the inaugural inductee. Him and No Way Jose. <laughs> <laughs> you would, you would, and the New Day. Cause I'm cool with them too. He's never even it. made it to the main roster, but he's a Hall of Famer already. <laughs> he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. Fuck you. That's the way it is. <laughs> he's got the greatest character in wrestling right now. Fuck you. Hey. Legit, my first my first act would uh, at the next pay per view, the Divas Championship would be decided in a grabber by the pussy match. I think Donald would be a huge fan of that idea. I think he would. I think he would probably want to be the special guest referee, and he has to check. You know, he has to pat them down, to make sure they're not hiding any weapons yep. anywhere. You know, so, exactly. I feel and like you had to. You, it's not a normal pin. You have to grab them for a solid three seconds, and that's how you win. You are a terrible person, sir. You know that? <laughs> terrible person. But all right. Um, yeah, so that was TLC. Uh, I, since you haven't seen it, you really can't give a rating. I mean, I've only seen bits of it. Um, but I guess honestly... From everything I've, everything I've read and uh, heard, um, I would give it a solid... I'm going to give it a, a D. I'm going to give it a D just because you can't have you can't have a TLC pay-per-view and have one TLC match. That alone should have got it an F, but I heard uh, there was a couple good matches, so um, until I watch it completely, I'm going to give it the D. Yeah, well, it's getting the F for me. It gets, it gets a failure as a pay-per-view. It was not... That that show wasn't even worth the nine ninety nine I paid for this month. No, it wasn't. Mm mm. Mm mm. I'm hoping. Sur- they, I, yeah, yeah. I hope they do better with Survivor Series. Because if it keeps going like that, if pay per views keep going like that, I don't even watch pay per views anymore. That's all I watch pay per views. I don't even watch Raw and SmackDown most of the time. Um, because I, it's so boring, so I don't watch it anymore. But if it, if it keeps going like that, I'll just probably watch, you know, classic Nitros and classic Raws and shit like that. You said Nitro. Fuck yeah, I said Nitro. I love Nitro. I still What's watch Nitro. Nitro. Go to hell. Is, what Go company to, is that? WC fucking W. Who? I will destroy oh, you, that's Sean. that's right. They don't exist. Yeah. I will destroy you, Sean. So, um... I got a little bit of breaking news here. If it'll, I'm pretty news. sure you you would know who this is um, a little better than I do. Um, Adam Blampied. Adam Blampier, yeah, I know who he is. Um, apparently, he's the former 
WCPW general manager. Yeah. Um, he's in some hot water after sexual harassment claims about him come to light on Twitter. No um, fucking way. A woman on Twitter, a woman on Twitter at SR backwards has accused him of being, and I quote, a manipulative sexual predator, among other allegations. According to her Twitter feed, um, Blampede, or however you say his name, um, asked several women for nude photos um, and berated other women for flirting with other people and sexually harassed at least four other women. What? Hold on, I'm looking. I'm looking now. Just have to find find the article on it. Just because I want to see it, but I don't. I don't see anything. I don't know. Maybe it's just it's breaking, so they might not have anything on it yet. No. Fucking Adam Blampierre, the ding guy for real. Damn. Um, you don't know who Adam Blampierre is, though. Sean. Sean! God damn it, Sean! We lost Sean, guys. I'm calling him back. Autumn Blampierre, though. Sexual predator. Did not see that coming with 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 him. I love Autumn Blampierre. He's hilarious and great. But damn it, sexual assault. Guess that's what happens when you get all that power in your head. I wonder if it's true, though. You know how that hey, happens. Hey, sorry about that, man. You're good, you're good. You know, you know how it happens, though. It could be bullshit. I hope it's bullshit. You know. But, yeah, um, the chick went on and posted, like, um, a bunch of stuff on Twitter. They're going back and forth. Uh, I didn't read the whole article, um, but I will shoot the link into the chatty. Yeah, yeah, put it in the chatty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if anyone wants to go check it out. Adam Blompierre. God damn, man. All right. So, we got some more. I got more news here, obviously. You know how we do. We do what we do, and we sue who we sue. You know what I'm saying? Season desist. Um, here we go. <laughs> Quite a few names have parted ways with Impact Wrestling this past year, and some of them have ended up signing deals with the WWE. Now, it seems that WWE may be interested in yet another former Impact Wrestling star at the SquaredCircleSirens.com is reporting that Madison Rain is at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando this week. Uh... Anybody know who Masarine is? Possibly, because I don't know. Who the fuck I is. do not. I do not. Okay, but she is. She's there. I saw uh, her picture. She looks really hot. Uh, there's been talk of WWE being interested in Rain dating back to July when she was backstage at WWE TV taping. Madison Rain is a former TNA Knockouts champ and a former TNA Knockouts tag team champ. Rain was previously working as part of the creative team for the Knockouts division before Impact Wrestling was purchased by Anthem. She quietly parted ways with the company a few months back. According to the report, Rain is one of the several talents receiving a tryout at the WWE Performance Center in Orlando this past week. Other names who are reportedly receiving tryouts include Karen Q, Carlina Gore, Alexis Kelly, and Natalie Markova. Do you think WWE should sign Madison Rain? Well, honestly, I don't know who the fuck it is. So I'm probably <laughs> I have probably insulted some TNA fan out there who is getting on the, the the chats or he's just banging his head up against a random keyboard because he's listening like later on on iHeart can't really <laughs> comment so he's just like he's typing out different words he would like to print on paper I'm or say. laminate it and fuck me with it you know what I'm saying. <laughs> 
Nobody actually. All I'm gonna say, I have no idea about her wrestling skills, but she's hot, so sign her. <laughs> she's hot, so sign her. You are. You sure you're not Vince's illegitimate son? It can't be Hornswoggle. I might be. It's probably. It might be. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um. So that that was pretty much done. I want a paternity, Vince McMahon. <laughs> I want a paternity, Vince McMahon. Uh, several <laughs> WWE superstars reportedly are giving Cody Rhodes a call for advice on how to leave the WWE. When Cody Rhodes decided to part ways with WWE, it was quite a shocking decision in the pro wrestling world because people didn't really see it coming. He was he was stardust at the time, and although he was living it up and making the most out of being the prince of dark matter, it just wasn't cutting it for Cody. But Cody's exit from WWE worked out pretty well for him, even though he had to lose his last name. Not only is he a member of the Bullet Club, but he is also ROH champion. Now, it looks like other people who might be in a situation Cody can relate to are reaching out to the grandson of a plumber for advice about what their next steps should be, possibly if they depart, possibly depart from WWE as well. Joe Lanza mentioned during the opening moments of the Voices of Wrestling flagship podcast that several WWE talents are asking for advice from Cody Rhodes on how to leave the WWE very soon as well. If this is true, it could be any number of WWE superstars. No specific superstars are mentioned by Lanza, but we can only imagine who might be frustrated with the WWE at this point and might also give Cody's give also have Cody's phone number. It was noted that a majority of the 205 Live roster is frustrated with their position in the company. The recent WWE 2K18 video game is also a source of contention as they aren't getting a percentage of the sales, but rather just a flat fee. WWE's recent legal action against the Young Bucks and firing of Jimmy Jacobs hasn't been as hasn't 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 been seen as too sweet for some people as well. Who knows? If these recent actions have been enough to make people want to straight up distance themselves from the sports entertainment juggernaut. WWE really doesn't need any kind of mass exodus at this point because there's no telling how many current superstars might be frustrated with their current situation in the WWE. So as it turns out, Austin Aries and Neville very well might be the first of many, many more WWE departures. Hey, if it's someone like Bo Dallas, I say good freaking riddance. Bo Dallas is probably, dude, I've seen moments. For every piece of stool, like freaking... Sorry, I can't talk. For every piece of freaking stool, like Bo Dallas, um, I can't say, I'll never say anything about Austin Aries, um, but Nia Jax, if she's really leaving, I say good riddance, man, because for every one of them that leaves, there's someone lining up that's going to be a thousand times better. Well, hold on. Well, you know, honestly, some of these guys are good, but they just aren't giving me they aren't being given the opportunity. Like Bo Dallas isn't good, man. Well, I've seen moments that Bo Dallas has had in the ring, and I think that he has potential. It's talking. I've seen moments when Doink the Clown was good. Doesn't mean he should have got a push. Doink the Clown should have got. He should have been world heavyweight champion like several times over. He should have been the one going against Bret Hart at WrestleMania 13 for the title. Roman Reigns has some good moments. Doesn't no, make him no, good. No, Roman Reigns doesn't have moments. He just doesn't have them. No, I think that Bo could be good as, you know, 
I think that Bo could be good as 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 a mid Carter in some indie promotion out there. He really could. Bo should have came out as Sister Abigail. That could have been cool too. <laughs> um, I was waiting for it, man. But there's other wrestlers that could be on the list that want to get out of there. I mean, Neville wasn't terrible. I didn't quite like him, but he's probably going to do better on the indie circuit back in Japan. He could probably feud, or no, he could probably work with the Bullet Club because they want him to. to before he sent an invite out, you know, bring Neville into the Bullet Club. Austin Aries. Austin Aries has done good everywhere else. WWE just isn't his home. There's so many wrestlers that could do very well outside of WWE. WWE is not the Mecca anymore. It's not. The Indies are slowly but surely turning into the Mecca for professional wrestling. And but as of right now, man, there is no one, there's no one company out there that can stand toe-to-toe with WWE right now. The closest I would give is ROH, but still, if Vince wanted to flex, he can easily bury a lot of these indie companies. That's true. That's true. Hold on, sorry. Yeah, that's true. He could bury these indie companies if he wanted to. Well, but could he, though? You know... He could, man. The million dollar man said it best. Everyone has a price, man. He can uh, he can buy a network that Ring of Honor is on and cancel it. He can. He doesn't have to buy the company itself. He can. Uh, he has the money to make other outlets impossible for them. That's uh, true, though. I don't know. I mean, I just I think that. Right now, slowly but surely, the independent promotion as itself, if ran correctly and is getting the right amount of attention, could be the next mecca for professional wrestling. And it looks like it is, especially the UK scene. The UK scene, like we talked about, is on fire. It is, man. It is. Um, real quick, since um, I know we were supposed to have a top ten this week, but um, it has been, um, like I said, I'm not really going to get into it over the air, but it's been a week for me, man. It's been tough, but um, since I wasn't able to get uh, my side of the top 10 done, I was going to see if uh, you wanted to play a little game here. I have a couple um, different scenarios. I'm going to give out two names. Say um, Chris Jericho or Chris Benoit, who's the better Canadian wrestler. Um, I'm just going to give out two names. No further explanation, just the first answer that comes to your head. Who's better, A or B? Yeah, we can do that in a few, more, in a few minutes. You want to finish up these uh, news things I've got here? And you want to do that? Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. All right, all right, all right. That sounds like it's good. it'll be fun. It's cool, because honestly, you know, I didn't really get my countdown side done either. That works. One second. All right, so... Here's some more news um, from this past week. Quebec indie wrestler passes away in the ring. Um, I don't... I'd never heard of this guy or anything, so, I mean, you know, I don't know anything about him. But from what I gather, he was quite a formidable wrestler on the, uh, on the circuit. His name is Eric Dennis, a Quebec independent wrestler, died of a heart attack in ring after participating in a marathon wrestling match to benefit Crohn's disease. Sad. Um, Eric Dennis. Yeah, sad. Doing what he loved. Just, uh, did Ray Mysterio kick him in the head after he was dead? God, you're a terrible person. I, you know how I, how did I know Ray was going to get brought up into this? Yeah, he was nowhere around. Nowhere <laughs> around. 
Just saying, Rey Mysterio has a tendency of kicking people that have heart attacks in the ring in the head after they're dead. One second. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to somebody from work while I'm doing this. It, it, it actually is important to see. One second. Okay. You are, you are horrible. I am a horrible person. I'm, I'm trying you're, to do like 12 different things. We're all over the map tonight. What'd you say? So we're all over the map tonight on we this show. We are all over the map. And I've got to go in like 45 fucking minutes. Which sucks. Uh, but alright. Um, Joe Lanza of Voices... Oh wait, we just talked about this. This is the Cody Rhodes thing. Hold on a second. Um, this actually is a quote from Cody Rhodes who quit the WWE. It's, it's talking about... I thought I had a list. Several WWE superstars want out of their, their contracts. I was seeing if they had a list of wrestlers or people who want out. Um, only thing new I can add to that is there's a quote. He said he doesn't have any plans on going back to the WWE anytime soon. There's wrestlers in WWE going to him, getting advice of their own exit plans from the company. I know this for a fact. I can't give you the names, but there's wrestlers who go to him for advice on how to leave the company. Nothing else new on that. I thought it was, um, had maybe had a list of, uh, people. <coughs> well, yeah, um, oh, go ahead. Sad, uh... Sad stuff anytime uh, a wrestler dies in the ring. Mandel wants to yeah, see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is fucking sad. I mean, you know. I Because it's, it's just terrible. I mean, it's bad enough when people go. Um... Yep, yep, yep. So, um, do we have any more news? Yeah, we do. Hold on. I'm sorry. Um... The next piece of news is CM Punk is sending out screen tests for a wrestling television series. It says a wrestling uh, television series, huh? Yeah, I'm like some, tough enough or something. I'm not. I don't know. Actually, there's a video here, and we're going to try and play over the air so they can uh, they can check it out, you know, and do all the cool stuff. We'll see if it plays. One second, I'm going to play it real quick. And uh, it says PW Insider is saying something about it. Oh, it was playing for a second, and then it kind of... Hold on. Hey, guys, it's Tim. And this is Pro Wrestling I believe it's playing. Hopefully, I can't... So it may look like CM Punk's going to get back into wrestling, but not in the way you guys may have hoped. CM Punk if you guys can't hear anything, let us know. Role in an upcoming series by stars entitled Heels. The show at one point was being fast-tracked to the network with a plan of doing eight mm. episodes. Yeah, it's fine. PW Insider is reporting that the right, pilot cool. episode of the series will focus on two brothers, one a babyface and one a heel in professional wrestling, and their struggles behind the scenes after their father passes away. CM Punk apparently screen-tested for the heel and the role of Jack. According to PW Insider, the directors and the producers were very, very impressed with CM Punk. Unfortunately, though, after several months of casting, they have put the project on hold. At one point, producers were trying to get both Henry Cavill and Jack Raynor as the lead roles, as the two brothers, the heel and the babyface. But with CM Punk... You know, impressing the producers, impressing the directors. If they can't get the guy, 
oh, as they originally him. wanted. Henry Cavill, Jack Rayner. Maybe they can get CM Punk. Maybe CM Punk can play that lead role if they end up do going on with the show. The show was something that stars apparently really was looking at as a possible hit. They were fast-tracking it to do eight episodes, and then for an unknown reason, they did put the series on hold. Nothing has been filmed, and nothing has actually been cast yet, but CM Punk is currently in consideration. So if you do hear anything else about this Stars series heels and CM Punk possibly getting one of the lead roles, we'll have it for you right here on Pro Wrestling Unlimited. It's Thank October, you, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Shut up. Thank you, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Um, so, yeah, he's going to be trying to do a TV show called Heels. Um, it's on hold right now, but they're, they're still talking about doing it. And they're very impressed with CM Punk. He'd play the heel, and there'd be a baby face, and it's, it's, it's sort of a TV show about the different struggles behind the scenes and, and such like that. You know what I'm saying? So... CM Punk will get knocked out in a minute and 26 seconds. You, sir, um... Are a terrible person. I don't know how many times I'm going to have to say that tonight, but you know, I think it's like number 45. We should have a counter for every time I say you're a fucking terrible person. Atrocious, <laughs> atrocious fucking person. Um, no, I think it would be a good idea. You know, it, it could be pretty damn cool. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we haven't seen a TV show like that. You want him to be like sober that. and vomit? You want him to be sober and vomit? I mean, yeah. that's fine. You want to be with sober me. and vomit? Watch anything with CM Punk. You know, I don't... Do you have a problem with, with, with CM Punk? Is there a deal? I do. Let, let's I talk do. about this, because I don't know... I don't know what, what what's I, your big deal would, fucking... CM Punk, if you're out there, if you're listening, I would, like, call in. I want to tell you, like, to your face, that CM stands for child molester, and you're a piece of shit. And you, and you do not deserve AJ Lee. Is that what this is about, Sean? A lot take, of it, yeah. Did he take AJ from you? She, he did. She was, she was all in my DMs. We were hitting it <laughs> off. We can, uh, it was going real well, man. We're, uh, she sent me like a tweet before she blocked me, and uh, I thought it was going good. She signed a restraining order. <laughs> um, then she goes and gets with this dude. So, so yeah, I hate CM Punk. Um, no, um, on the real. CM Punk, man, uh, I just don't like the way he left, man. Um, I get it if you're unhappy. Um, ask for your release. Don't don't be a little bitch and then try to, like, press the lawsuit. They and, fired him uh, on his go wedding on a podcast day. And run your mouth. And, um, I don't know. He's just uh, he's a crybaby, man. They fired him on his wedding day. Shit happens. Best of luck with your future endeavors, man. Dude! You don't future endeavor one of the greatest wrestlers in the business. Just because he, he said something. Yeah. Was he Dude, can you imagine how good a match would have been Daniel Bryan versus CM Punk? Okay, I'll give you that. That would have been really yeah, good. Yeah, dude. Like, for real. Uh, like, I that won't match. take anything away from CM Punk as a character. Um, yeah, as a person? Pipe bombs and stuff like yeah. that. As a person, um, maybe he is dickish. You know, maybe he is sort of a douchebag. I've heard that. But as a wrestler, I always, I was always wishy-washy about him at first. But he did his job, though. He made me hate him when he when I was supposed to hate him. And then when he turned around and did the face thing, he was a pretty good face, too. So, uh, you know, because at first I didn't like him. At first I was bland. My brother fucking loved him at first, right off the bat from the ECW. 
you know. Yeah, whenever. see, I was the same way. When he was in ECW and all that, I freaking loved him. Um, Long hair, the fucking mutton chops. Uh, when he did the straight edge society and went bald and I was like wearing the goofy mask and shit, uh, I didn't care for him too much about that. Uh, but once he came over to Raw and started dropping pipe bombs, uh, started punking out Cena and stuff like that, like I really got behind him. Uh, when he joined the Nexus, I kind of fell off again with him. I was like, uh, but he was doing what he was supposed to. He was he took on that heel role, like you said. Uh, it was just there towards the end, man. You can tell um, he wasn't giving it his all. Um, his promos they were they were still good, but they weren't CM Punk good, man. Um, and then when he just uh, he walked off Raw that one night, then they fired him, and then all that stuff. Um, behind the scenes started happening and that's when um i just i just kind of lost respect for him man yeah i can see that you can see what you're saying but i don't know man like I, i've always kind of respected cm funk and here's the reason why hold on the reason why i respect uh cm funk quite a bit is because of a match between him and john cena uh, I think it was like a couple of weeks before the New Jersey, New York WrestleMania. I don't know which number that was. And I think it was to decide who would be facing Dwayne for uh, the championship. And they put on one of the greatest matches I've ever seen. It's up there with Brett and Stone Cold. It was just... John Cena was pulling out everything he had. Hell, he did a Hurricane Rana on CM Punk. CM Punk is doing everything he can. Reversing FUs. This and that. It's included on the 50th anniversary of WWE DVD set. Which I've got. And I, dude it was amazing. I I never more respected John Cena. Or CM Punk at that moment. Than ever before. It sounded like. Sean just slid the microphone in between his thighs. For some reason. <laughs> but no. I, that moment made me respect both performers. As athletes and as characters and as wrestlers and they were pulling the crowd so well it was just you get those matches you know, th- those nights where the crowd is just right the, the wrestlers are just right and that made me respect them quite a bit and I, and I don't know I've always since then I have been a fan of CM Punk and, and even John Cena to an extent I used to hate him and I still do there are a lot of stuff that I, I don't like about John Cena that he should change but um, I'll never I think I don't think I'll ever be able to sit there and bullshit his wrestling um, ability because he, he can wrestle. He can fucking get out there with the best of them and, and pull off a good match. You know, it was, it was just really good. Next up on the news, um, I don't know if we talked about this last week. Did we talk about Bubba Ray re- and announcing his retirement? We sure did. Huh? Yeah, we did. We did? Okay. Um, Tan Terrell has left Impact. Do you know who that is? Possibly. Do you? Yeah, I know who she is. Yeah, she has officially left Impact, and she would like to career other. She would like to pursue other career options, and she has our full and she has our full support for the Impact. We wish Tish Taryn well, and whatever she does next. They didn't even do. They didn't even do. They didn't even future endeavor her. Damn, this is Impact's tweet. They said update. Let's go. It's because Vince McMahon would have sent a cease and desist. <laughs> Are you eating your microphone, Sean? Is that what happened? On? It sounded like you were eating your microphone there. No, it fell. No, um... There you go. There but you go. if... 
if they were to future endeavor her, uh, WWE would probably send a cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they couldn't even future endeavor. They're just like, we just, we just hope she does good in whatever she decides to do, like whatever she decides <laughs> to do. Like, fucking, I hope she does good. <laughs> like, <laughs> whatever, man. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, okay, quick, some some more news here. Um, this is breaking. This is actually as of I think yesterday or today. Uh, Tim Pact has decided to officially terminate business relationships with Jeff Jarrett and GFW. They will no longer be working with with GFW, and it's kind of it's kind of got some poetic irony to it because you know TNA is the company that Jeff Jarrett started, and now it doesn't even want to. The company that he started doesn't even want to work with him. The exactly. company that he started doesn't even want to work with him. That is how fucking bad it has gotten for Jeff Jarrett. Like, I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm sorry, but no, you just. I'm not. It's not that I hate Jeff, but I've heard so many horror stories about working with Jeff Jarrett. From And I know, heard the main reason is that, that at recent tapings, um, he was showing up like really drunk and uh, just like getting irate with uh, talent and stuff like that. And I mean, you do that enough times and people are going to start burning bridges, man. Um, you exactly. know? Exactly. I mean, we've, we've lost out on moments because of alcohol, like the alcohol abuse. Like, for instance, uh, Jeff Hardy and Sting at TNA. Um, they had a, they that had a was match. more than alcohol, man. There was a lot of shit. There was a lot of shit with that. And if you don't know about it, basically... Jeff skinny, Hardy was on every drug known to man. The skinny of it is, is they had a, a, a championship match planned for a pay-per-view. And they get and, and Jeff gets out there first, and then, then here comes Sting... And the match is set to begin, and Jeff can't even hold himself up. So Sting kind of looked towards the back and did the the symbol, you know, like there's something fucked up here, man. And they did a quick count. He rolled him up real quick and ended it. Got the title, you know. This well, match. They, they tried to start the match, <laughs> and then you can tell Sting was getting pissed. He was yeah. like, like, "What the fuck?" Because he was he was having to carry Jeff pretty much. He was like, he was all over the ring, man. It was it was really bad. And then, yeah, finally he hit the quick roll-up, and you can tell Sting just, like, kind of walked out. He threw his hands up. He's like, um... It was like a, a Hogan and Jeff Jarrett moment from, like, that Bash of the Beach years ago where Jeff just laid down on the fucking mat, which was not planned. That was all fucking real shit going down, is that Hogan had called creative control before the match, and Jeff and Vinny Russo were pissed about it, so Jeff just lays down. Lays down right in the center of the ring, and Hogan just pinned him real quick. <laughs> but yeah, that's that kind of shit, man. That's the kind of shit that fucks companies up. You know, I I, I say I should talk a lot of shit Hence. about WWE, but that's one thing they don't do is dumb shit like that. I will say. Hence, uh, hence why GFW and TNA is uh is that black land we talked about. <laughs> it's the Duval life. Okay, um, so <laughs> the final bit of the show, we're gonna play this game for a little bit because I got about I got about. 10 15 more minutes for I have to head out. Um, real quick, oh, yeah, this, uh, this re explain re-explain the rules real quick. All right, so um, I got a list. Um, it's from one of my wrestling groups that I'm in. Um, it just uh, I was scrolling through it looking for news stories. Um, and they've been posting like uh, one wrestler or another wrestler. 
Um, so the example I gave earlier, uh, Chris Benoit versus Chris Jericho, who's the better Canadian wrestler? Is it like the first uh, person to like pop into your head when you say Canadian wrestling or you know hardcore wrestling? Um, or is it just no, that? I'm gonna. Um, I'll give out two names, blank or blank. The first person that comes to your head, who's better? Um, no explanation, um, unless we want to stop and take a moment and explain why. Okay, okay. Um, you you do it a few times, and then then I'll do it a few times. So we'll just go back and forth. All right. So first up, AJ Styles or Finn Balor? AJ Styles. Um, AJ Styles definitely for me as well. And <laughs> damn, I already I already uh, know who your pick's gonna be on this. Oh, um, right. Nitro or Raw? Nitro every fucking time. Well, uh, well, well. Hold to... on, hold on, hold on. It really depends. It depends on what years. You have to be a little more specific. Like, are you talking about 90s Nitro and 90s Raw? Or... It just says it just says Nitro or Raw. Okay, I'm going to have to do a disclaimer. If we're talking about 90s Nitro, classic Nitro, Hogan, Hall, Nash, NWO, it's always going to be Nitro. But if we're talking about Nitro towards the end when Stone Cold was ruling... Hold on one second, guys. <laughs> Sorry, um, if you're talking about get back inside, it's cold now. If you want, like you know, basically you understand though. Two thousands raw would take it. You know, obviously they won the battle and shit. See, I'm gonna choose. Uh, I'm gonna choose raw all the way around, man. Um, I was just. I felt raw was always the better show. Um, I watched Nitro here and there. I'll, I'll never uh, claim to be a huge WCW fan because um, my interaction with. Uh, WCW was very, very minimal, but, um, uh, yeah, to me, I'd have to definitely go with Raw there. Okay, 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 I got one, I got one here. Um, Daniel Bryan or Chris Benoit? Holy shit, um, damn, this is a tough one, man. I'm gonna go Chris Benoit, though. Yeah, um, same here. And I'll give a brief explanation why on this. Uh, both of them are the masters of the crossface. Uh, both of them are very good technical um, mat wrestlers. But Chris Benoit, um, he was he was the ultimate technician, man. He can do it all. So um, yep. I'm going to give it yep. to Chris Benoit there. Chris, Chris is my man. I'll have to go with him too. All right, all right, all right. Um... Kevin Nash or Roman Reigns? God damn it. <laughs> you I'm have to Kevin say- Nash, man. Yeah, that's what I'm fucking... I want that recorded. I'm going to get that... I'm, I'm going to download this show, and I'm going to get that soundbite of you saying, you know, I'm going to go with Kevin Nash. And every time I say something about Kevin Nash, and you go talk shit, I'm like, wait, Sean, you said this. Kevin you said, Nash, I'm going to go with Kevin Nash. <laughs> and then I'm gonna get you that second bastard. clip. Yeah, I'm gonna get that second clip. You saying Kevin Nash, man? I'm gonna get. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. You don't think I am? But I'm going to. I'm gonna. Fucking, <laughs> I'm gonna get those. So, <laughs> who? Um, we already know who. Who you're gonna pay? Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, Kevin Nash every fucking time. You know, shit, Kevin Nash every fucking time. All right, all right. Well, one more, <laughs> and then you can take another turn or two before we get out of here. Uh, Goldberg or. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, man. Shit. Shit. You remember who in beat a legit, him? In a legit match, 
Brock Lesnar wins every single time, dude. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. Even even against Goldberg in his prime, Brock Lesnar in his uh at his top, um Brock Lesnar beats Goldberg, bro. Goldberg in his prime, he comes in and does exactly what he did to him at Survivor Series. Twenty six seconds. Nope. Nope. Oh, Twenty six seconds. Uh, All right, um Here we go. You go Ultimate ahead. Warrior or Sting? Sting. Uh, I'll go with Sting as well. Shane or Vince? Shane. Shane, yeah. That's an easy one. That's an easy one. Ambrose or Rollins? Oh, Ambrose every time. Rollins. Fucking dumbass. Ambrose. John Cena. John Cena or Roman Reigns? Oh, for real? Really? Did you just give me that? Like yeah, this is this is legit. One of the ones that people are asking. One hundred percent, John Cena. John Cena all day, every day. Oh, here I would go, here bust go. out, I would bust out all my John Cena shirts. John Cena or Hulk Hogan? Ooh, yeah. Ooh, I don't know, man. I, it, it, I, I'm gonna have to say Hulk Hulkster Hogan. Was, Hulk Hogan was my first like childhood favorite, man. But um, I feel John Cena's done more than his in his career than Hulk I, Hogan. I can I can agree to say that John Cena has, if not done more, has done as much for wrestling as as Hulk Hogan. Um, but I I still say that Hulk Hogan will always be my guy. Rick Rude or Mister Perfect? Rick Rude. Rick Rude, yeah, yeah, yeah Rick Rude is Hogan. the man. Um, I I already know who you're gonna pick here, but um. Four Horsemen or Evolution? Four Horsemen. They Evolution. were way better. Fuck you. Fuck you. No, anything with Arn Anderson, I'm going to go against. What? What is your deal with Arn? I don't like Arn Anderson, man. You We've are, had this conversation. You are it's not that he's nice. a good wrestler. Not That is not a good wrestler or anything like that. He was he was okay. Um, but I just I don't like Arn Anderson. He's one of them wrestlers that I just looked at. I was like, man, fuck you. I can't believe you. All right, all right. Um, one more from each of us, and I'm going to have to head out. All right. You go ahead, though. We'll do your last one, and I'll do one more. Um, DX or NWO? Oh, shit. The NWO, bro. Four fucking... When they said four life, that's four life. And NWO, four life. But you kind of led right into my next one. Um... Mine to answer it real quick, uh, DX man. How can you say that? DX was the shit, man. If Hogan, uh, DX wouldn't have evaded Nitro and done what they did, the Monday Night Wars wouldn't have changed, man. Well, um, I give him props. I know Mick Foley, props. Mick Foley winning the title um, was the peak of it, but all the stuff leading up to it, man. DX held it down in the Attitude Era. They did a good job, but I've always been a big fan. All right, all right, all right. NWO or Bullet Club? Ooh. Yeah. The old versus the new. NWO or the Bullet Club? I'm going to say the Bullet Club, man. There's uh, there's more heavy power in the Bullet Club now and a lot more future Hall of Famers than, than the NWO had, man. I'm going to have to agree with you. As much as I hate to do it, I'm going to have to go Bullet Club. 
Bullet Club is just it's a hard hitter. It's a it's a main eventer. It's it's the showstopper. It's fucking it's Bullet Club. But yeah, guys, that's it for your episode for t- for tonight. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Thanks for tuning in, all you iHeartRadio fans. We love you as we always do. And it has just been too sweet. Yes, sweet. indeed. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram. You can find me there at the Cheers. Happy and Schizo Show. You can find me on Twitter at Happy the Clown fourteen. And me as at, well as at Big Bad Boo Bear. And you can find both of us as well on Facebook. Look me up, Happy the Clown. Then you can also reach us at the World Wrestling Podcast. World Wrestling Podcast. No longer the Willard Wrestling Shut Podcast. Shut up. But yeah, World Wrestling Podcast. Check us out on Facebook. Leave us a like. Leave us a message. Leave us a follow. All you iHeartRadio fans, hope you guys enjoy it. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in. I'm going to jump out of here. Sean, thanks for hanging out with me tonight. I'll see you guys as soon as we can. Yep, yep. Peace. Deuces. All right, buddy. It's Ryobi Days at the Home Depot. Buy a Ryobi OnePlus 2-pack battery starter kit for just 99 bucks and get one of over 20 select Ryobi OnePlus tools up to an $84 value, free. The OnePlus system also fits over 125 other Ryobi tools. So now, going cordless is almost endless. Buy the battery kit, get a free tool. Ryobi Days now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through June 19th, limit one per customer while supplies last. See store for details. With the Capital One Saver Card, you earn 4% cash back on dining and entertainment. That's 4% cash back on We Scream for ice cream. Oh, oh, I want strawberry. And 4% while you're screaming at the amusement park. The Capital One Saver Card. Earn 4% on dining and 4% on entertainment. Now, when you and the family go out, you cash in. Capital One, what's in your wallet? Terms apply. Capital One Bank, USANA.